Everyone in America hates Irish immigrants. Well, that's not racist. But everyone in America wants to help immigrants from south of the border. Oh, well, that's racist as hell. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I'm listening to the latest Red Scare podcast, and the ladies are talking about Giorgia Maloney, the new uh, Italian prime minister. And the woke mainstream media, you know, calls her far right, and they say that her party, I think it's called the Brothers of Italy, has its roots in neo-fascism or something. And, you know, what, 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 what does the woke mainstream media mean when they say someone's far right? Well, she doesn't want millions of Africans to move to Italy as immigrants. I mean, when you say someone's far right, what you mean is, I ain't got no proof of how they're evil, but I want you, dear listen, you know, the, the viewer of the mainstream media, I want you to think that this person is evil. So I'm just going to, you know, shorthand is, call them far right, and then you know, oh, you, you NPR listener, is a good person, she's an evil person, that's all you need to know. Because if they said what they really meant by far right, which was, she doesn't want millions of Africans moving to Italy... Then even an NPR listener would be like, huh, well, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm going there next, <laughs> next year for a vacation. I'm not sure I want millions of Africans moving to Italy either. And then there's this thing, I've been noticing this a lot, where they, these European political parties, they have roots in whatever, in something that sounds bad, and then they change and they become mainstream. But when the woke media talks about them, they're always like, that group that has its roots and that bad thing. And whether or not that's even true is probably debatable. I mean, it's going to be a case-by-case basis, and depends on how you feel about stuff. But anyways, here's what you don't hear the woke mainstream media say, which is that the Democratic Party, which was the party that supported segregation. I mean, like, you know, I think, whatever, the like the southern governors who, like, sick dogs on black kids trying to go to white schools or whatever, right? Those are all Democrats. But anyways, that just it doesn't fit the narrative. So it's not, you know, maybe every political party has something in the past that isn't so savory, but you only bring it up when you hate the current version of the party. It has nothing to actually do with the past. I mean, all this stuff is just like hate speech, right? Hate speech. What kind of speech is hate speech? Oh, that's someone you don't like saying something you don't like. I mean, that's that's the only definition of hate speech that exists and is also true and internally consistent. But the ladies are talking about immigration and with respect to Europe, especially Italy, versus immigration to the U.S. And I don't know if this is true, but this is just... I think, I think I've heard a couple of people say this, which is that, like, Italy is full of Italians. And, you know, they have a old culture, I guess, all the way, you know, going back to the Romans, who knows what, they got a, whatever, Italy just has this long culture of being Italian or whatever, and so, for some reason, it's different to say, hey, you got to let in a bunch of non-Italians and change your whole country so that it's different, versus America, I guess, doesn't have a long history of being American, and so it's no big deal to let in a bunch of immigrants here and change things, who cares, just America. And Sweden was the other country that recently elected a, in quotes, far-right leader because they were far-right because, you know, they don't want no more immigrants. And I don't know, uh, you know, they get a lot of Muslims over in Europe. You know, in my opinion, luckily for America, we're not not next to a shitload of Muslims who want to move here. We're next to a bunch of Catholics. And you might say, like, that's racist. 
what's the difference between Muslims and Catholics? But I don't have the I don't have the stats in front of me. But you know they've done surveys of Muslims who live in France or Muslims who live in the United Kingdom, and it's like, you know, the percentage of them that want to implement Sharia law across the entire country is something like half of them. I mean, or even higher. You know, like, you know, thirty percent of them. Only 30% of them think that women should be stoned to death for adultery. But 70% of them think that women should be forced to wear, who knows, the hijab, the niqab, whatever. Muslim surveys are crazy. It's, <laughs> people who, Muslims who move to European countries do not change their opinion on anything. And then, even, and then the next generation feels the same way. I mean, it, it, it's crazy. Maybe I'll, I'll have to look that, that stuff up sometime and read it out. It's crazy. Whereas I think, you know, an immigrant from Venezuela, which is one of the big countries that's moving here right now, um, they're, like, I don't know, they're like, they want to live the American dream. They may not support abortion rights. I guess so. Far right. So that means, you know, anyone who opposes immigration is far right. I think that's just, I think that's just shorthand for racist now. I guess that's what it is. You don't just, I don't know, they don't, the media doesn't want to just straight say, oh, they oppose immigration, they're racist. So they say, they oppose immigration, they're far right. It's because for whatever reason, you know, the white people are not leaving their white countries to go to black and brown countries. But black and brown people are leaving their countries to go to white countries. I mean, you know, I guess racism, racism explains it all. Systemic institutions and structures, you know. But it made me think of the Irish, right? Like, back around 1900 or something, I don't know, late 1800s, um, a lot of Irish people moved to America because Ireland was a shithole. And I think you can find, like, old newspaper cartoons where it'll be, like, a monkey wearing a leprechaun suit, and, like, that's how they would represent the Irish. You know, you'd almost call it racist. I mean, you wouldn't call it racist now, but anyways... If it wasn't an Irish person, you could see how you'd call it racist. But I believe Americans today are much more supportive of, you know, black and brown immigrants who move here than Americans in the past were of white Irish immigrants. They also did not like the Italians. You know, so is it really racism to be against immigration? Or is it just, you know, you like the way your country is now and you don't want it to change? I was talking to my friend, so I live in Southern Oregon, so does she, and she moved here from California in like 1972. And according to her, you know, to be a true Southern Oregonian, um, the door was closing. Like when she, when she got here in 72, the door was closing and it just, it just shut right after she got here in 72. And anyone who moved here, you know, from 73 on, they're an interloper. They should have stayed where they came from and not moved to Oregon. And, you know, everyone I'm talking about here, 72 before, 73 on, whatever, they're all white people. So, anyways, people just, you know, people, you move to somewhere, it's not crowded, you like it, you want to keep it that way. Or at least, you don't want it any more crowded. And one of the ladies mentions the word kawaii, which is a word that I love. I think it's spelled uh, K-A-W-A-I. And it's Japanese origin. I think in Japan they probably say kawaii, but we say kawaii. But it's an English word now, just like, you know, croissant or whatever was a French word, and now it's an English word. And so kind of if you're trying to translate it to English or, you know, write the definition, 
it kind of means cute. And then also, it kind of means cute, like it may be in a Japanese way. I mean, you know, if you're looking at a cartoon character, Japanese car manga anime cartoon character, or, you know, someone dressing up as cartoon characters at a comic con, you'd be more likely to say, oh, instead of saying, oh, she's cute, you might say, oh, she's kawaii. And I think some, you know, some of the meaning is getting lost in translation. I think for the Japanese... Kawaii means cute, but it doesn't. It means a specific kind of cute. I don't know if they have a word for cute in general, but basically, it, it means cute, and also it it means um, has connotations of young, like maybe cute in a young way. Like I don't know this word that well. Neoteny. I think there's something called neoteny. You know how puppies are cute and babies are cute, and it's because they have big heads and small bodies and like super big eyes in comparison you know like their eyes are big for their heads and their heads are giant for their bodies i believe that's called neoteny or something like that and so that's kawaii you know you're cute in a young way maybe you know like which a lot of times just means like big eyes like maybe a cosplayer will you know do their makeup some way to you know make their eyes look bigger or something but anyways, I just want to tell you about that word because there's a good chance that you will hear that someday before you die. And then you're like, oh, kawaii. I know what that is. I mean, you know, we, we, lo we what are they called? Loan words or borrowed words or whatever from Japanese. Lots of them, like, you know, anime and manga. Most people know those words now. Sushi, etc. Twitter handle, at Anti-Woke Podcast. And thanks for listening.